We are here with Professor Deepak Edge. How are you? Excellent. How are you? So you are the Associate Professor of Management and Organizations at NYU Stern School of Business. That's correct. I think you're you're bringing a very interesting perspective because you're really teaching the next generation about entrepreneurship, innovation. Uh, So maybe just a little bit to start about you and and your background. Sure. Um, I started my professional career as an engineer and then um, wanted to tackle problems that are larger than the ones that I got to working for a large company as an engineer. And so I switched to economics and public policy. Uh, That's what got me oriented into problems of health as well as innovation uh, and thinking about how we can bring ideas that are generated at places like research universities into place and harness them to really improve lives and so on. And so that has largely been the focus of my research uh, Mm. over the last 80 years. Uh, In terms of teaching uh, at the Stern School of Business, I teach a course on strategy for our MBA students. I teach a course on innovation for our PhD students. And I will shortly be teaching a course on entrepreneurship and commercializing ideas uh, for MBA students as well. Let's dig into that a little. And and I I see the word strategy, for example, on resumes all the time. And I always scratch my head and I'm like, what does that mean? The core sort of topic of strategy tries to understand how companies or firms can best achieve the objectives they set out for themselves. So for most firms, it will be how do they stay in business? How do they generate a constant stream of profits in the long run? If you're a nonprofit, it could be something else depending on the mission of the nonprofit. But that's basically the study of strategy. How do you systematically try to achieve the objectives that you set out for yourself as a firm and how can you continue to do it over the long run in the presence of competition. So do you have any uh, crib notes here? Any, uh, you know, things that we can, pearls of wisdom that we can share with maybe innovators, entrepreneurs that are searching uh, to be strategic and, and as you say, um, leverage strategy to, to not only stay in business but thrive. One of the key ways in which you can always stay competitive and make sure that you're, you stay relevant and differentiate yourself from others is by doing things that no one else is doing. And that's basically being innovative. So, uh, and, and particularly, a lot of studies kind of show that in the markets, uh, when you innovate, that's when you have the greatest amount of pricing power and therefore the largest uh, ability to make profits. Mm. So uh, being able to find a process that keeps you constantly innovative in itself can be an amazing strategy. You're spending time with the next generation of, of leaders, um, either entrepreneurial leaders or um, thinkers on, on this topic. Um, what are you seeing? What, what's the next generation telling us uh, about what's to come? The one thing that we are seeing in the last four, five, six years is the amount of interest in entrepreneurship from our MBA students has gone up by an order of magnitude. More than a third of the GMAT test takers now state that they want to become entrepreneurs pretty much right after graduation. 
uh, this is pretty much unprecedented. Mm -hmm. Most of the MBAs that historically came in wanted to do so to either switch industries or to basically uh, have a better job in whatever they were doing. But mm -hmm. now, a very large percentage, close to the majority, want to take up entrepreneurship right after graduating. So that is inspiring, particularly for someone who teaches innovation and entrepreneurship. So this might seem like a weird question, but the, the concept of entrepreneurship itself is really about building and experimenting and, and getting your hands dirty and, and trying it. Yes. Um, I know there's one school of thought, which is just go start yes. your startup. Yes. And as opposed to go to, to school yes. to learn how to build a startup. Yes. What are your thoughts there? I think of most entrepreneurship as involving two components. One is coming up with a core idea that is going to set you apart from the rest of the existing businesses. The other is systematically thinking about what the best way to take the idea to the markets are. And I think that there is a lot that business schools can teach on, on the latter side, which is where most of the business school academics have historically spent their thinking and have done that research on. So I think for a lot of the entrepreneurship, yes, it is true. I think it would be... Uh, hard for business schools to make an argument that we can uh, teach a brilliant scientist who is going to find a cure for cancer how to do it. That certainly has to come either from their own passions or from their own original backgrounds outside of the business school. But in taking that next step from the idea to the markets, I think uh, business schools have a lot to offer. Uh, and I believe students are increasingly recognizing it, which is part of why we may be seeing an uptick. Uh, in, in the students that want to pursue entrepreneurship right out of business school. So one of the big challenges we're focusing on at Startup Health, um, one of our health moonshots is what we call cost to zero. Yeah. And really that's a fancy way of saying um, uh, let's reinvent the business models. Yeah. Um, how do we, we've seen this happen in other industries, telecom, yeah. Yeah. you know, virtually every industry to a certain extent is the prices are decreasing. There's yeah. new pricing strategies, in yeah. some cases free. Yeah. Um, what do you see uh, as the opportunities in, in health, healthcare, specifically around business model innovation? A thing that seems to be happening across the landscape, and New York is a fantastic place to be talking about this particular change, is the disruption of different industries uh, that is happening uh, from software or software-oriented technologies, right? So... Uh, Take an industry like finance or publishing, for example. Uh, much of the improvements that are happening are through disruptions of existing ways of doing things in these industries through digital means of either generating or distributing uh, kind of the core services. So fintech lies at the cusp of digital and finance, pub, pub tech likewise at the cusp of pub, publishing and finance. Likewise, I also think digital health and health tech is a very, offers a very huge opportunity, uh, both to reduce the cost of R&D, uh, but also in reducing uh, the cost of distribution and allocation that happens after you find a solution for a particular cure or, or a disease. Mm. Um, so I, I think that's kind of uh, the place to watch out for. Do you have a book that you recommend as a must-read uh, for every entrepreneur uh, up-and-comer, uh, innovator, um, something that you think is just an essential... Thinking Fast uh, and Slow by Daniel, Daniel Kahneman. 
Daniel Kahneman is a Nobel laureate in economics. Uh, he basically collects the wisdom of a lot of work done by psychologists as well as economists, as well as his own work, to lay down certain patterns that individuals use to think and how being aware of these can in turn allow us to make better decisions. I think it's uh, a very general book that can be helpful uh, for entrepreneurs, but also for uh, others who are generally interested in improving their ability to make decisions. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time, Deepak. And I know you're about to go speak uh, here at the NYU uh, Tech Symposium. So thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you.